Hey guys, it's Jess. And it's Jen. Your voice actually sounded okay right there. That was the best it sounded in All a week. Week. So Jen has walking laryngitis, but she rallied for As the show. As opposed to lying down laryngitis. <laughs> Isn't it called walking laryngitis? I think that's walking pneumonia. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't have that. Thank God. I have a walking sinus infection. Not yet. <laughs> um, so Jen rallied, made it to the studio, but here's the scoop. We're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about Lady Gaga's new line. Oh, yes, please. And, and then we're going to talk about the butt wars. So stay tuned for that. Before I tell you the guest. Can I share one personal sure. anecdote, even oh, yeah. though I have laryngitis? I've been meaning to tell you this. Last night, I had a dream that you and I did Beyonce's hair for her new Lion King video. <laughs> and we spent the whole night in the hotel with her. And she was looking all fabulous. And she, she had cool? all these flyaways. Yes, but she had a whole hair appliance line that she was the founder mm-hmm. of. And they were all purple and gold. And you picked up the little touch-up straightener. And you were fixing <laughs> her, like, her, um, her flyaways along her hairline. Oh my God, it that's was, a really, what does it all mean? I don't know, but it was the greatest dream ever. Also, my mom had jelly beans that were weed edibles that she gave us before the hotel. Oh, I think you meant like in, like right before you went to sleep. No, my or mom something. doesn't know what okay. an edible is. Yeah, my parents don't either. Isn't that the best dream ever? That's re- that's really sweet. Yeah, and okay. and she was cool, right? Like we were oh, all yeah, like she friends. Was, like we were best oh, friends. She okay. let us take pictures and tag her. Even <laughs> there was like a whole social media <laughs> aspect to it. This feels very real. Like it's tied it together a lot of things in my life. Any anyway. dream interpretationists, we're open to your theories. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about that's like the butt mask, Lady Gaga, and then we have the most fabulous, fabulous guest. Her name is Sarah Gibson Tuttle, which already I just like love her name. SGT. SGT. I'm so jealous I won't be here for the interview, I know. but you and Tiff are going to take it away. Sarah is the founder of Olive and June, a lovely line of nail salons. She also has her own nail products. I mm-hmm. hope you guys have so much fun with that. The nail me. Po- products are really cool. So we haven't had a, a nail expert on in a while, so we're very happy to have her. And Jen, I hope you feel better. Thanks, girl. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Well, 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 how was your prime day? Another, another prime day, another celebrity makeup line. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> well, I don't know if so many celebrity lines have been on Amazon. That's but, true. That's true. You know, I think that's, that's kind of the hot news. I'm, I'm bearing the lead here. Lady Gaga has a new line of cosmetics, House of Gaga. H-A-U-S. It's German. <laughs> um, I know that people have been talking about her beauty line that was, you know, impending beauty line for a couple of years now. And now that it's here, we have not, at least I have not seen the actual product. Like it's not. I been- went on today and I ordered the ballerina look. Oh, Because oh, I wait, couldn't oh, figure you- out who was doing press. I couldn't get us samples or whatever. So I ordered it. It's a pre-order. It doesn't come till September 17th. Yes. I did think there, it- there's a few things happening there that are very interesting. One, the idea of like a pre-order makeup. I've never seen that. Uh, There's been the drop. There's been like Pat McGrath. It's dropped. Or Kylie Lip Kit. It's dropped. But pre-ordering? Maybe KKW Fragrance might have had pre-orders. Maybe, maybe. Um, Yeah, it's a little presumptuous, isn't it? Especially when you haven't, there's no YouTubers out there trying it yet. You don't know what the quality's like. And let's talk about that. What did you think of what you saw? Um, You know, I, I need to see it in person. I thought that it was very, like, the advertising is very, like, love yourself, very powerful. It's very, like, Lady Gaga, you know? It, yeah. I think about, the thing I like about her the most is, besides, like, some of her songs that I really like, mostly, like, the earlier stuff, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, like, tapped out after, like, you know, um, the second album. But she is very message driven and you see that in the advertising and she's like into no airbrushing and she has guys and she has girls and she has people oh, who are okay, non- the no airbrushing explains something that bothered me but go on okay and then she has people who you know are non um non-binary in the in the ads so it really is a, cel- a celebration of inclusivity and like she says like the lower east side club scene where she said that she felt she first felt beautiful when she was around this really diverse group of people who were using makeup and fashion to express themselves so i think there's a real through line and there's a really clear concept in it is it for me 
I'm not so sure. Okay, you've got a concept. Let's talk about execution. To me, the whole thing lacked a uh, polish. The video, the products themselves, Mm -hmm. they didn't seem... It has like a Pat McGrath vibe in that it's like, use our glitter, use everything, do whatever you want to do. The componentry looked kind of janky. I'm not going to lie. It reminded me of Eva Mendez's Walgreens line. Do you remember that line? Yes. Like it has that black and gold, but then it's just a basic doe foot foot applicator. So there's glosses, there's liquid shimmers for your eyes, and then there's lip pencils. It also all comes in duos. And I've been seeing this more and more with beauty brands. And like it'll be a lip balm and you want the strawberry, but it comes with marshmallow fluff. I don't want your marshmallow fluff lip balm. Why are you going to make me buy two? So you're braver than I am to like say really how you feel about it. Because I haven't seen the actual product. No, I'm really, no, it's just because I I really want to give her the chance. I can't imagine Lady Gaga who executed, like remember when she did the fragrance with Cody, which is still one of my favorite fragrances. It was with the black juice. It was. (gasps) That's what, okay. So I was talking with my digital beauty okay. editor about this. Okay. And I was like, that was awesome. High was level. Fame? Groundbreaking. It looked black in the bottle. It was a black liquid. It sprayed clear. It smelled delicious. I think Cody. Peach. It, was, it smelled like peach. And Cody that was the other it. cool thing because it was like a dark, like evil looking fragrance, but then a light, fresh, fruity fragrance. It really it had a point of view. I thought it was interesting. This looked like a little bit Pat McGrath derivative to me. Yeah. I, I'm. I really, you know, again, I keep on saying I want to see it in person. I yes. want to give it the benefit of the doubt. But I don't want the green shimmer. I ordered the, you can get gold and green and they give you one of each. What if I just want the gold shimmer for $36? I have to get two. I wonder if that's some kind of um, value like business. Yeah. yeah. Because the Amazon customer, let's face it, is not oh, the Bergdorf customer. You're right. I don't even know if they're the Sephora customer. I mean, we know, guys, and please chime in on this conversation because I don't want to speak for everyone. But, you know, are you guys shopping across Amazon and, you know, for Fancy boutiques, different. Yeah. So, I I think there's probably a business reason for all the packaging. And you know, Charlotte Tilbury was an absolute genius when she did the personality. It's like the sophisticated, the right. rock chick, all that. She was the first person to do that on a big stage. And Gaga doing like the ballerina. There's another one called like Metalhead. Yeah, or but something. all it has is a liquid shimmer, which is basically like a cream shadow with metallic pigments, mm-hmm. a lip liner, and a lip gloss. So I don't even yeah. know if you'd call that a look. Yeah, but maybe for $49, yeah. I'm going to find out on September 17th. I, I have to say it was a little bit more expensive than I thought. September 17th? Yeah, that's, that's my when, birthday. I think that's when it ships is what they told okay. me. So I think like, I think it's it's early days, but I, I too, you know, it's funny we're talking about the fragrance. I wasn't planning on talking about it. That is... You can buy that fragrance in like a Walgreens or CVS. It's in those little like, you know, those like little glass or plastic things where they put all the fragrances. But it's quality. It's a good juice. The juice is amazing. And God, it looks so amazing on a dresser. You're right. You're right. So when we get the product, the product is amazing. I'm going to bite my... But Tell I'm me. not sure you will. I, I don't know that you you wouldn't backtrack. I mean, I'm not sure the product is going to stand up to what she did for that fragrance. So I, I really hope it does. Me too. Because she's a creative genius, and I would hate for this to be a a, a bump in the road. House. Are you ready for butt wars? (laughs) It's the butt sheet mask wars. It's the butt sheet mask wars. So... Have you guys seen those butt the butt mask from Body Beauty? And it's a B A W D Y. Yeah, that sounds like I'm saying body. Body Beauty. I remember a year or two ago. I met the woman who does it, and I thought they were like really, no pun intended, like cheeky. I don't know if I'm the right person for a butt mask, but I thought there certainly is someone out there who would like that. 
Um, they were, looked really cute. The average, like the Instagram stuff. It was definitely like a moment. Did you see those butt masks? Yes, and you know how I feel about them because on our year-end wrap-up episode, I like. Oh yeah. I gave a th- I gave a lower a wand to sheep masks for places other than your face. Mm-hmm. Butts being one of them. Listen. We need to talk about buttony. Yeah, I was about to say, what if you have time. buttony? I have so much of it. You have no idea. And really? I have been doing all this research because I want to do a segment on butt okay, pimples. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll table that. Pilaris or whatever the hell's going on in my tush. I but, think people appreciate that. That's not discussed nearly enough. No. But this is a sheet mask that has moisturizing and lifting and firming and whatever. And you lay it on your tushy and you sit there and you let it all soak in. And it's just a gimmick in my mind. Like, come on, we don't need this. I do think I have to say one of the reasons why I don't like the idea of applying a butt mask is I don't like to engage with my butt very much. Like, I don't love it. And, like, the idea of putting on this little mask and then seeing, like, that it's basically, like, too small. I want to see someone who does like engaging with her butt. Like, all I can picture is Ace Ventura, like, making his tushy talk. You know what they're like? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I just, I don't need something else to put on my butt and then, like, look at it and be like, mm, not quite like Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> yep, still not there. Back yeah. to Emrata. Um, but so they made these and then yes to. Yes. And I, you know, I Which love is yes, yes to carrots, too. yes to tomatoes, all that. We love yes this to brand. coconuts. Mm. Also did a butt mask. Yes. Just did a butt mask, actually. They just did it. And Body Beauty has, you know, alleged that there's some there's a little bit of copycat going on. So but I don't know really where I stand on this. I stand here. The minute there's copycatting going on all over the beauty industry. You've opened up a new category. And the risk of opening up a new category of beauty product is that other people will come and make those beauty products. Please see cushion compacts. Right. right. Okay? Or, or like, like the the lip mask that were so hot from, you know. Or a lip scrub. Like every year there comes out a product. You didn't think we needed more products for our body? We found like now you need earwax blush. Right. You know? <laughs> so the minute you open up a category, and this isn't any sort of in, in, invention. A beauty podcast. Or Yes. Then there's all of these other ones. And I think they should see it as flattery. It's also a larger company that is a more mass footprint that is bringing more people to this space. If they think that there's millions of butt masks to be sold, Yes To is only going to bring more people into that category. So it's like, I love that expression, like rising tides lift all boats. Yes. You know, this is very much like a rising tide moment for body. And Honestly, yes, too. I really think of them as synonymous with masks. So I think- And if you're going to make a butt mask, the packaging is probably good. Like, there's not that many shapes for tushies. Like, I just, I feel like it wasn't a blatant- Try me. <laughs> what shape is your butt? <laughs> I just feel like, I think it might be also a little bit of a PR move to accuse them of copying them just so we start talking about it. Here we are having a conversation on our beauty podcast about it. You can get body boss masks at www.fatmascara. <laughs> <laughs> We are here. Well, Tiff and I are here because Jen had to bounce, as you guys, Hi, guys. know. <laughs> so come back, Tiff. Uh, we are here with Sarah Gibson Tuttle, or the SJT, SGT, I can spell, um, as we like to call her. She's the founder of Olive and June, a mini chain of nail salons in L.A. And more recently, she's made some amazing, great at-home manicure products and products and polishes. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Happy to be here. This is this is very exciting because we've been talking about having you on for a while and we haven't had a proper like manicure expert in at least two years or something, which is insane. Yay. But before we jump into the beauty side of things, I just want to do like a little bit of like a little lightning round of questions so that our listeners can get to know you a bit and adore you as much as we do. 
Can't wait. Here are just some topics that are very important to Jen and I. (laughs) No wrong answers. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. Mine too. Besties. It's 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 the only one worth having. I think. I agree. Once in a while, you'll find that they get that they go a little minty. Too minty. And you're like, I don't want a toothpaste here. But for the most part, I also really like um, cookie dough. I like to scavenge sometimes for like the dough. Do you eat raw cookie dough? Yeah, of course. Yeah, me too. But for me, if it's it's like kind of mint or bust. But those places that are, I feel like are the fancier places. Oh, they like have, artisanal ice cream? Yeah, they get too minty. I'm not interested in any artisanal so ice cream. So is your fave spot? That's a really good question. Probably like old school Baskin Robbins. Nice. But, um, oh, I re- you know what I really like is um, Ben & Jerry's because the mint chocolate chip is actually mint cookie. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good one too. Okay. Cats or dogs? This is going to be very controversial, but I actually really like the attitude of a cat. I don't own Why either. is that controversial? I think a lot of people feel like you, if you're not a dog person, that signifies something about you. Jess I've, is a cat person. Yeah, I'm, ve- I'm very much a cat person. I love dogs, too. I, but... don't, I don't love dogs. I like okay. dogs, kind of. I really enjoy cats. <laughs> okay, so I would same. have a cat if my mother-in-law was not allergic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, favorite charity? So many. Um, Probably Baby to Baby in L.A. Um, I love the work that they're doing. And as a mother, it really resonates with me. What is Baby to Baby? So Baby to Baby is a charity based in Los Angeles that essentially provides um, necessities for for moms. And they'll do anything from like having a Mother's Day, um, a drive, or basically they're bringing all anything that mothers, they'll pamper the mothers as they're basically treating the kids to mm. an amazing activity, amazing day, and then they're leaving with all the necessities that they might need. They provide, I think, some, I don't know the exact stat, but I think it's more diapers than like any other organization in California. Wow. Um, it's it's incredible. It's um, it's Kelly Sawyer, Petrikoff, and Nora Weinstein, and I just I, I love what they do. Um, so I don't know that it's my favorite because I feel like it's, I feel like picking a favorite feels, but I, but I truly love. Yeah, we need love. to rephrase that one. Charity you love to support. Charity, Charity that needs a light shine on it, yeah, shown I, on it, whatever. So I would say them and then I would say Children's Hospital of Los Angeles that's super focused on um, it's it's kids with, that are very, very, very sick. And I've seen um, the new incredible work. And so those are the two charities that Olive and June has done a ton of work with. Oh, cool. So me- most embarrassing song on your playlist? Um, Sucker by Jonas Brothers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why is it embarrassing? I think that I really... I mean, first of all, I don't think it's embarrassing at all because I love the Jonas Brothers and I love that they've come back. And I think it's really hard to do that. Um, I don't know that you were alive when the Jonas Brothers were first in action. Um, (laughs) You were like five, but I, which I'm very jealous of all of your skin, everything about it. Um, But, but I like, I love a comeback story, but also like I'm a bit of a like teenager in my music taste. That's okay. That's acceptable. I have some Miley on my playlist. And Celebrity Girl Crush? Celebrity Girl Crush is hard because there's so many people that I love, but I would say I really, really love Mandy Moore. She's been a longtime Olive and June client, and she probably is the nicest person that she's just, our team is obsessed with her. Oh, that's like real because she seems like she's really nice, but you never know. She is, our our team lights up when she walks in the door. Oh, okay. You actually, you have a nail polish color after her, which leads me to my, my last Little lightning round question. What is your favorite nail polish color? Of my line or generally? <laughs> OPI. <you> know, <laughs> of your line. <laughs> OPI tiramisu for two. Um, 
it's that I'm just going to stick with my line because it's sure. easier. Yeah, yeah. I have two currently. I love HD, which is named after Haley Duff, who's probably my other celebrity girl crush. Um, although it's a little weird when these people are, are your friends or supporters of Olive in June. Mm-hmm. But I love a really white, white, white. Mm-hmm. And then Caroline Dijon, the, the color CDJ, which is like a it's it's like not a purple, but it's like not a nude. And it's kind of straddles the line of both. And I, it just looks it looks Ooh, like that the, sounds cool. I want to try that. It looks the best on me. Okay, so that brings us on the nail tip to your business, Olive and June. So you were actually, you know, the first time I met you, I was, you seemed very with it. So I wasn't very surprised that you were a money person (laughs) before getting into the beauty world. So why did you decide to make that career switch? I, so I worked, I was an equity sales trader at Morgan Stanley and JP Morgan, and I really loved my clients, but didn't love the underlying business. I didn't love what I was doing every day. I didn't actually care if the market went up or down. And it got to a point where I felt like I have to do something. I have to use, I like love people making them happy. And I need to use this part of my personality to do something that I actually love doing. You had this idea, I'm guessing, for Olive and June while you were there, right? Yes. So a lot of our listeners, I'm sure they, you know, whether it's beauty or something completely, you know, outside of that, they have an idea. How do you kind of put those steps in motion? How did you go from, I have an idea and I'm sitting at my desk and I can't wait for it to be six o'clock or 12 o'clock whenever you guys left (laughs) and then actually start that? I think you have to be 150% wanting to do it. I think you have to basically be like crawling out of your skin wanting to do it in order to be successful at it because it is being an entrepreneur is a thousand times harder than being an equity sales trader and I worked whatever it was 20 hours a day. Yeah. So you have to and I work more now and I'm and because when you own your own business there is no downtime. There is no you can always be doing something to improve your business. Mm-hmm. Um so taking time off isn't really you can do it but then you've wasted those 6 hours. So right. or if you feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself, so it feels like I've wasted six hours. Um, so I knew I I had gone to LA. I had started interviewing. I had gone to Dry Bar, and when I when in the the original concept for all of in June was the Dry Bar for nails, I was like obsessed with the idea. And so then I started talking about it, and then I obsessively talked about it. I obsessively talked about what it would be, what it would look like. And I think I road tested it a bit and I saw what the women in LA, how they reacted. And it was so, it was just like so, they had such a visceral reaction to it. How did you road test it? So I would be at dinner. So what I did is I started interviewing and then I had the idea and I had started dating my now husband. And Mm -hmm. so I would be around his girlfriend, you know, girls, girls who are friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, no, no other girlfriends around there. Mm -hmm. And I'd be at dinners and I'd be like out with, you know, out with, I didn't really have any friends in LA. So Mm -hmm. it was really like, I had like a couple of friends, but it was mostly like friends of his. Mm -hmm. And I would talk about it and they would go crazy. And so then my husband would say, let me, well, you should tell this person because they're really discerning or like talk to this person. She'll always shoot an idea down. Or mm-hmm. And so I would really like talk to people that probably wouldn't necessarily be like yes to everything, which is probably what I would have said. And when you say the dry bar of nails, is it that it's consistent service or that you could book on your phone or that there's like a visual identity? Like what, there are certainly nail salons in LA, you know, but what what was your when you see the dry bar of nails i'm not totally clear on what that is what i loved about dry bar was that you could walk into this well-branded space mm-hmm. and it was an affordable luxury price yeah. i felt like and and you know and it, the service was consistent and i and i've always loved like a starbucks so i always mm-hmm. like a consistent replica like a replicated sure. thing like when i studied abroad in europe i was like devastated that every day that had like a different t- like um 
different bagel flavor. I'd be like, no, I want the poppy seed every day. <laughs> you want your routine. Yes. So I wanted that in nail. So I love dry bar because of that. They didn't have it in New York at that time. But I thought to myself, this would be amazing if it was nails because that's mm-hmm. my that's my sure. love. Yeah. And so it was really about the customer service and really about the space. It really morphed from there. I mean, what started as like, I think our branding, our initial branding was like very dry bar-esque um, to when we actually was brought- Was it like gray and yellow? It was like orange and gray. <laughs> you are very inspired. I was so inspired. But then what happens is that I I, I met an amazing woman whose name is Crystal Mears, and she became our brand director. But at first, she was just my friend. And she was like, she'd written the very first article on Dry Bar for Daily Candy. Again, back when, you probably don't remember Daily Candy, but- I don't. Oh, devastating. Oh, God. Devastating. All right. I know. That's why her her skin looks so good. Um, I I wish you guys could see Tiff's skin. It's like glowing. Glows from within. Glow really does. Like Vinter's Vinter's daughter. Um, So so she so she said to me, Drybar is Allie. Mm -hmm. The olive in June has to be Sarah. And so what mm-hmm. does that look like? And so that's when it really morphed. And, and it's why the brands are so different um, personality-wise, because we are different people. As, as And by the way, now we're like, we're best friends. So it's a funny thing, but it, life really comes full circle. But it's um, but for me, it was really the customer service and the well-branded and the affordable luxury price point. And I wanted to do that in nails. Nice. Okay. So any advice for those people that are dying to make that career switch, but don't have the courage to just go ahead and do it? I think if you don't have the courage to do it, I wouldn't do it. And I say that with like all the love in the world because I constantly get emails from people asking if they should do something. And I'm so supportive. I'm I'm like the most I'll I'll like do anything for a friend who's starting mm-hmm. a business. I'll like post a million times to ad nauseum. People mm-hmm. will be like, Are you getting paid for that? Um <laughs> I'm like nothing sponsored here. Um I think it has the the courage has to come from within and you mm-hmm. have to be like die hard about it because it is it is so hard that you have to be able to get yourself out of the out of the valley. So like if you don't have the gumption and like the the drive at the start, it's like, oh wait, buddy, like this is just the beginning. Yes. Like you're gonna you're and not I'm, gonna have the steam to carry on when it's bad. Yes. And I also think like founders are irrationally exuberant. So they are like, my idea is the best idea on the planet. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that, you're already stuck. And I, not everyone's meant to be a founder. Like uh, my GM, my CFO, CEO are are you know in some ways they're like number twos, right? Like they're not they're not I guess a founder as they say a founder is the number one. They're incredible humans who don't want to have who don't have my personality, and I couldn't do it without them, and they can't do it without me. Uh-huh. So if you don't have the courage to be the founder, go help build a business, and be, like I couldn't live without them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't do the business, and so. By the way, they probably feel much more loved by me than like than the reverse because I'm like obsessed with them. So I just think understanding your personality and knowing that like three days into Olive in June, like I said to my husband, I was like, I want out of this. And he was like, you are strapped in. Like there's no you can't get wow. off this roller coaster. It's really hard. Why did you want out three it days? Ha- in? It was just- hard. Like, the you know, the team, I'd never managed anyone before. Mm-hmm. I had never owned a business. I had I had been a sales trader and had a, a bunch of accounts and was a producer. So it was really difficult. And my team made me a better person. So let's go back to Alvin June for a sec. So 
You have three salons in California, right? Yes. Okay. So what you talked about how there's consistent service, like dry bar of nails, but what else, since a lot of our listeners probably have not been to Olive of June, just walk us through that experience. Why is it different than the corner place, you know, that's a $10 many? Absolutely. So Olive in June, June is named after my grandmother. So June is my grandmother. Olive is my great-grandmother. The idea behind naming it Olive in June was so that you would feel it would feel familial to you mm-hmm. the minute you like saw whether you saw it in an article or you saw it in person or you just heard about it. Um, that's why we didn't call it like the nail bar, mm-hmm. you know. And like I definitely, you know, I was very inspired. So <laughs> there was a moment where a nail bar floated through the ether. Um, but <laughs> dry I, bar, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know, like all the like nail store. Um, so so you. You guys might want to know that list. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see it. <laughs> like before, I tapped my creative side. It was it was bleak. Um, so so then, I, and I've always loved the name June. It's it was my grandmother. My daughter's middle name is June. It's my favorite name. Um, and my husband informed me that like he thinks it's superstitious to like name your child after someone who's living. So. Mm. I literally was like, I've got to use this name June somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I named it Olive and June after my grandmother's, but I really wanted it to feel familial. You'll see the logo is like a bit blocky. And the idea is because, as Crystal said to me, this has to be about Sarah. I looked at it like I'm a pretty, I love a lot of feminine things, but I'm also like the girl who will mm-hmm. be at the dive bar drinking a beer. And so mm-hmm. we tried to make it feel like while there's like a lot of neutrals and light colors, that it felt like it encompassed my personality. Mm-hmm. When you walk into Olive and June, um, it is very very, very clean. It is very, you know, the idea is that you look at the polish wall, there's 500 bottles of polish, all different colors, all different um, brands, but that you walk in, like there's low slung, um, low slung, like kind of like Scandinavian looking chairs, um, all light woods, whites, florals. That's very our vibe. And so um, you're getting color on the polish wall, but you're not really getting color otherwise, otherwise really, mm-hmm. because the idea is that you, the person, are bringing the space mm-hmm. to life. Um, so hopefully it feels like as familial as your grandmother's house, but like looks like your stylish best friend's house. Mm-hmm. And then everything else, we take your pre- nail preferences, we sterilize all of our tools. Again, we have tons of nail polish options so that you never get sick of that same, having to do that same color. Mm-hmm. The, the client service is just hopefully over the top for you. Your manicure is amazing and talks to you. It just should feel like, as someone called it once, like the female version of Cheers. Oh, that's so nice. Do you serve alcohol? Do you, do you remember Cheers? I wasn't around then. But you understand the concept. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Do you guys serve alcohol? We don't. Okay. We actually, well, one thing we don't do just because I like to keep it. Make sure that nothing bad nothing happens. That, yeah, you, yeah. Why, why add in that variable? Um, so I would be drinking every day. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it takes a lot to to launch a business. But I think about starting a nail salon in the past couple of years. The nail salon industry is so fraught with problems. It's funny. I was talking to some friends last night, and um, I was telling them that they were coming on the show, and we were just talking about nails and stuff. And my friend said. You know, I don't know if when I go to nail salons, if I'm like perpetuating a cycle of um, unfair labor because I should have should have backed up. But I'm, I'm thinking everyone here who listens to the show knows that, you know, New York Times blew the lid off of that story, which was like the worst kept secret in the world is that the nail industry has some real employment issues, um, not paying people enough, not a fair wage, all of that. So how can she know that she's going to a place my my buddy, that is treating their workers properly. And how did you guys deal with that? I, so there's a couple of different ways that nail salons or your nail appointment can be set up. 
If you're going to a nail salon, I would encourage you to go to a salon first and foremost that when you think about that price of that manicure, Mm -hmm. let's start here. When you think of the price of that manicure versus what minimum wage is, Mm -hmm. that the nail salon is making money on that manicure Mm -hmm. because if they, because if they are not, so for example, let's just say California minimum wage, depending on where you are, it's around $13. Okay. If I'm charging $12 in my man and the manicure Mm. takes 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. there's no way that salon is making money. Right. Um, And so that means that they're cutting the workers wages. Mm -hmm. They are not going to just go out of business. They can't possibly do it. They pay rent. And so, yes, there are services that scale up, but it's like, it's really, it's really interesting. The psychology is that nails in most of beauty um, and wellness, the the professionals are paid, you know, a dollar, two dollars or more per minute. Nails is one of the very few if only services where this is not the case. And so you have this plethora of, you know, this 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 labor market that's being treated unfairly. Now, a vast percent, a big percentage of this labor market is illegal. Mm-hmm. And so in some ways, I hate to say this stuff out loud because I don't want people getting kicked out of this country. I don't want anything bad happening to mm-hmm. anyone. At the same time, this person should not get paid $6 an hour. $8 an hour. No. So, you know, and then as California minimum wage goes up to, let's, it's going to be $15 at its max, like our manicure goes to $30, let's say, which is where our classic manicure is right now. People will say this is too expensive, but the same people want minimum wage to go up. So it's really frustrating because it feels like a $30 manicure that takes 30 minutes, 40 minutes is like, that's a dollar a minute. That's the literal minimum of what these beauty mm-hmm. professionals should be making. Yeah. And yet people don't want to pay it. So um, it's it's a real it's a real how she can figure out where she goes. I would say, number one, you can figure out the economics. Number two, go to a place where the manicurists are employees, because ultimately um, the state, they're going to be protected by the state. And I think that's really important, mm-hmm. um, even if the manicurists don't necessarily agree. And then if you want to go to a manicurist that's not technically an employee, I would go to manicurists that have created their own little spaces, because then they can be independent contractors, but they're actually like they're able to control that environment where right. be, being an independent contractor is actually an independent contractor. I think, you know, I love a bargain just as much as anyone, but I think it's a real shame we've all gotten conditioned, at least in, you know, New York. I can tell you that there are places where you can go for a manicure for $10. And then, of course, there are places mm-hmm. like, you know, where you can go uh, the chicer places where 20, 30. Um, but you have to think about really what those dollars and cents mean and where they're going. So, because if it's ten dollars, yeah. then let's say they can pack in two manis in that hour. I, that's twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay, well, what do you think they're actually paying to stay in business? Like they're probably yeah. paying that manicure is ten to twelve dollars. Plus, I guess they get tip, but that technically should be part of their minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what minimum wage in New York is, but I can guess it's definitely not ten dollars. No, no, it's fifteen. So there you go. They're getting paid <laughs> yeah, less. So just do a little math before you pop in. Sixty sixty percent is usually the percentage. So probably it's twelve dollars is what they're making. So it's three dollars below minimum wage. If mm-hmm. they're if they're maximizing their book, right? If they're not, it's even farther. Farther. It's even less. Right. Uh, okay, so sorry to be depressing. No, no, but it, this is the information we need. People are that they want to know what they're getting, and they don't want to contribute to a cyclical problem. So, okay, you also, in addition to having Olive and June, you focus on at-home manicures, which is really cool. When I met you, I didn't realize that you were doing that, um, and that you make products to help people do their own at-home manis. That's interesting because I feel like the when I think of the industry, I think of, you know, the paint boxes the um, at the higher end, the paint boxes, like the chill house. And then that's in New York. 
And then there's also, you know, the SEs, the OPIs, the Sally Hansons of the world. It's like, which lane do you want to go in? But you're playing in both. How come? What we realized a couple of years ago was when basically we had like wait lists every day. We were we had opened three salons. It was an incredible response. But we probably had like four times the demand that we had appointments. Wow. And the labor market was really constricted, even in Los Angeles, which is a huge, uh, it's one of the bigger labor markets in the country for manicurists. And I was like, how do we scale this? Like, what? how does this work? What I realized- This is your business mind kicking in. <laughs> it was. Scale it. Okay. Also, my CFOCO who went to Stanford Business oh. School. <laughs> no, I was Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out to Claire for being the smartest human. Um, we also had, you know, we had 75,000 Instagram followers at the time and like all this press without a publicist and like so, it was so organic mm-hmm. and like all mm-hmm. these uh, like regulars that were diehard and people coming in for Coachella Manny's from Germany and like all kinds of crazy things wow. where it was like, we've made an impact here, but like it's a sliver. It's thousands of people a week. How do we make this millions? So we looked at the industry and the nail salon industry is a $10 million industry and a $90 billion beauty industry in the United States. Wait, the nail polish industry is $10 million. So nails, yeah, nail, all-encompassing, nail. including services, okay. is $10 billion. Okay, okay. And then in a $90 billion total beauty, so so nails, okay. hair, and makeup. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's already kind of small. It's already like about 10%, a little bit more than 10%. And in nails in that $10 billion, at-home nails is only $1 billion. So you have a $1 billion at-home nail market in a $90 billion beauty industry. That's 10%. It's, it's 1%. Oh, it's 1%. <laughs> I love you. Oh, my God. See, I, think wait, I love do you, you. Do you want me to like help your, your yeah, Claire please. out? Maybe yeah. I can shadow Claire. Claire, we have a CFO assistant One here in the office. $1 billion. So it's only 1%. So the problem is, is that no, no one's going to pay attention to yeah. that market. One in 90, like no one cares. So I basically was like, okay, wait, what's makeup? Like is makeup 10%? Yeah. Like what's makeup? No, makeup is 99% at home. Hair is like 60% right, at home. Right, 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 Why right. Why is nails only 10% at home? So we did this deep dive and what we realized is that LA, New York, and San Francisco, two out of those three cities I've lived in, completely operate on a different planet. There is a labor market here that supports, to your point, a $10 manicure because it, it pushes the prices down because there's many more manicures. Mm-hmm. The rest of the country, women are getting their nails done three times a year and they're doing it themselves three times a year. So a total of six times. So you have wow. 40 times a year on the coast and six times a year for the rest of the country. I believe that. It was insane. I was like, wait, well, but they're buying the products at Target because, like, they're doing it three times or Walmart or I love yeah. Target. <laughs> um, we did a collab with them. Uh, so so I was like, wait, what is happening? So we, we interviewed these women. And what we realized was that they were like, I cannot paint with my non-dominant hand and I have no nail routine mm-hmm. and no me. one's. <laughs> yes. And no one's teaching me. I always have to start over after, like, I, I thought I was all good and then I'll get some kind of like one will be really thick and gloppy and then I take the whole thing off and I say, forget it. Which is so a hundred percent. So what I did is I was like, okay, wait, if we can teach everyone in the world how to paint their own nails, then we can make them as happy as the women coming out of our salons every day. Like the women coming out of our Olive and June salons are like, it's like they won the lottery. They're Mm -hmm. like, my nails are done. I can conquer the world. Like this is such an amazing feeling. I was like, how do we make everyone happy? Because nails last a week Mm -hmm. or sometimes more. Like if you have a good polish, it lasts a week. Like there's a tail effect there that there isn't in makeup and hair. I want to give this to everyone. Like I want to bottle this up and give Mm -hmm. it to everyone, literally. So I took 2018 off. I did my own mani for a year, did my own manis for a year, learned every annoying part of doing your nails to your point of like the gloppy. 
made a polish remover pot so you can just that one nail just dip it in and Mm -hmm. it's like an etch-a-sketch you like remove it and then you can keep Mm -hmm, you can just mm -hmm. start again how do you find how do you just create this nail routine and make it so fun for women um we started so and then on the non-dominant side we invented the poppy which is basically a universal polish bottle handle you can put on top of any nail polish bottle and stabilizes that left hand jen loves this she's actually i think raised a wand yeah she did raise a wand to the poppy it's like it's so fun to me because it's like Let's let's make it like so it's as if you're painting with both your mm-hmm. dominant hand all the time. It just gives you that confidence. And once you start doing it, you're like, oh, I'm not shaking. This is really exciting. Yeah, it, it's a simple thing. It's hard to envision on audio, but it is like this, this nice little like chubby, soft thing that you put on the top of your nail polish. And then let's see, I'm, I'm right-handed. So, okay, so it would be like if I'm doing it with my left hand. It's kind of like it's just like a little anchor for your hand. It's it does really work because it's a bigger the the polish bottles in the past no names were for professionals a little cap a, an, a really cool looking cap all of that a professional with their dominant hand can paint every day Wait, no are you, props you're saying polish bottles in the past like surely a lot of polishes are still done oh, sorry, with professionals sorry. in mind before Olive and June came on the market no yeah so pol- <laughs> polish bottles exactly you're right sorry excuse it's me it's okay polish bottles. Are made for the professional. They are. It could be any. It could be any size cap. Let's make it cool. Let's make it little. Mm-hmm. Who cares if it's like there's an overcap and there's like this little bitty thing inside? Oh, yeah, I don't like that. It's. It's just. It's so frustrating because it's like that's a professional, of course, with not a, functional. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do we make that functional for the consumer? What's the consumer product? And by the way, no wonder the market is only one billion because there's no consumer product. Like I sat down with Jen from Way, Jen Akin, and I was like, I want to create a consumer product for nails. And she was like, that's what we did with Way. Like the consumer spraying their hairspray like right against their head. You can't give them a professional can of hairspray. Mm-hmm. What we're doing in nails is like, let's take this bottle that you already own and let's give you the option so that the consumer can use it. Mm-hmm. Let's get them into the category. Let's get them excited. Nice. Okay. So tell us more about your polishes. There's the five free, the seven free. So what are all nail polishes not free of these days that yours are? This is such a good question. I We could do a whole podcast on this, by the way. <laughs> so, okay. So it started off, our polishes are just so, our polishes are seven free and long lasting. There's mm-hmm. a, there was an intersection for us of how clean could you make your polish and also how long lasting could you make it cuz the number one issue for women is their nail polishes their nail polish chipping so annoying mm-hmm. so then how do we solve for that so i was like it has to be at least five free cuz five free includes formaldehyde and formaldehyde resin which are the absolute no-nos for every reason formaldehyde is cancer causing for anyone who doesn't know do you think brands still use that so they did up until a certain period of time. If there if there is a three free polish that you were using, there is formaldehyde <laughs> resin in that polish. So check it. <laughs> yes. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes the drums that polishes are stored in, this is like mm-hmm. super granular, but the drums where they make the polish, mm-hmm. if they haven't replaced them after they've used formaldehyde, they can have trace amounts of formaldehyde because don't forget that formaldehyde it is in the air. Mm-hmm. And so it's very hard to get rid of. Um, so five free is the minimum for no no formaldehyde or formaldehyde resin. Okay. Polishes are made of resins. Um, it's paint. And that is really what makes it stick. So um, makes it last. So ours are seven ours are seven free, but honestly for me the, the five was the was the minimum. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll tell you why in a second. I wanted it to be long lasting, which means the base coat is in the color. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to last five, seven, nine days. Like, how can you make this last as long as possible? We formulated our polishes in Korea. We went to US manufacturers. We weren't impressed with the formulas they were coming out with. We went to a bunch of manufacturers around the world. I went to I went to Hong Kong to trade shows to uh, you know to um Bologna to train shows like we we really looked at different manufacturers found these manufacturers in Korea who understood that you had to actually have a polish with enough amount of resin but also the right amount of ingredients and would actually innovate with us and be our partner mm -hmm. versus we do all the big brands in the US so here's your shitty stock polish mm -hmm. um i would say that just taking a step back your nail plate is not that permeable. So it's a bit of a marketing scheme to say like that you absolutely have to, that 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 you need to be seven free, nine free, 12. I mean, some of these things are like 12 free like includes like vegan. That's not free of a chemical. So like, why is that in there? And so a bit, it's getting a little out of hand. Seven and eight free are like where you stop, where it's all chemicals. Ultimately, your nails are not allowing really anything into your into your body and so it's a barrier it's why you know when your nail polish stains your nails yeah that's that should show you how it's trapping basically that pigment right. and not allowing it to go into your body well, that's interesting okay, so it's a good thing it's a great thing and i i ultimately think that listen you want to stay away from formaldehyde period but i ultimately think and you don't your nail polish does get on your skin which is more porous than your nails not a ton because it's also like ridiculous to say your skin is as porous as people say it is but that's a whole nother podcast mm -hmm. but it's um you want to be as safe as possible because like you don't want anything that near you or on your cuticles or on your skin that that is going to have formaldehyde in it but ultimately for me the minimum is five we made it seven because we could um and i think anything you want people that you want to polish that's considered that makes sense um so let's get topical about summer right now Let's do it. So when I put, I wore nail polish to the beach the other day, destroyed. There's something about being at the beach that it's water. makes it. It's the, the water, water. It's the salt water. But then also, like I put on bug spray a lot in the summer if I'm doing something outdoors. It's sticky, weird mess. Like it, it dulls the shine. What can we do to keep our nail polish looking fresh, especially in the summer? So my favorite thing to do is to top coat it every two to three days. Mm, that thin, often thin layer of top coat. It'll make your your mani look shiny. I also love. Um, cuticle. We have cuticle serum. Putting it all around your nail, the dry skin on the side of your nails, plus your cuticles. It's good for he healthy, hydrated cuticles. But frankly, it makes your salon look, your mani look like it was salon fresh, like just happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I definitely avoid water baths, the beach. If like if you're going for a beach vacation, and you can stand it, I'd say no polish, just mm -hmm. because honestly, the the water, a pool, water makes your nail plate expand, and then your nail polish pops oh, off. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Once it contracts again, it's like, bye-bye. <laughs> so let's get to the fun stuff. Let's talk <laughs> color. What are the popular colors right now? What's trending? Or what are you loving? So we're seeing brights be have a huge moment. Um, some it's it's interesting. Neons are made, neon polishes are made with neon powder, which most of it's not approved for beauty use. And so mm -hmm. we ended up not making neons for the summer because we wanted to make sure and we didn't have time to source to make sure it was the right neon powder. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. neons are having such a moment. And I love like a, like a little neon French over one a of neon our neon French. That's, that's so nice. Like a that's thin cool. one. <gasps> yeah. Right over like one of our neutrals, like right over oh MM. Oh, my God. Or I love that. CDJ. Yeah. Like so I love like a neutral Manny with like a pop. Mm -hmm. um, um, we're also seeing our summer our summer collection, which was like which is a whiteout, which is HD, and then that bright pink SE, 
we have a we have a peachy like we're seeing like a lot of those types of colors very like very traditional summer like last year and the year before like for like two or three years we saw a lot of darks in the summer mm-hmm. um and we're not seeing that as much this summer we're seeing like a much more traditional summer again that's why neons mm-hmm. are so hot i'm still stuck on like the creamy base with the mm-hmm. neon tip why haven't i never thought of that before it's beautiful as long but as you my do this really short though no like you do like a thin work. and you do it all the way and you do it all the way around and like yeah. if you make your nails especially if you make your nails on like an almond or a round shape or mm-hmm. oval it's really really pretty I've it's just seen like it the with edge like an orange neon and it was i really love pretty. that I love that. Yes, I'm down for that. So what are Olive and June's most popular colors? We always, our most popular colors are always neutrals. Mm -hmm. They're always like a classic, which is why our first collection, that spring collection, was all like light shades with a lot of white in them. I love pastels. Yeah, it was a, (laughs) and we like powered them with white because actually the more white that's in a color, the more it looks good on every single skin tone. Mm. In fact, your skin tone is actually the hardest to match. Oh yeah, nothing looks good on me. (laughs) It's because like, it's such a porcelain skin tone with like, with our uh, crystal has red hair. And Mm -hmm. so like we, we put them on her first because we're like, wait, they're mm-hmm. the hard. It's actually yeah. the craziest because you're the hardest skin tone um, to match with. But we always do like a neutral Manny with a little bit of nail art. Um, but it's why those first six colors are like very, um, are very popular. The most popular uh, polish that we have is GH, which is a very, very, very light pink. I actually like pink looks p- terrible on my nails, but it was very uh, humbling. GH. GH after Jerry Hirsch. Okay. It was very humbling to know that like what I want doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so... What's always in your bag? Oh, like makeup or hair? Yeah, the whole thing. All of beauty. All of beauty. Okay. This is so exciting. Um, <laughs> in my bag. We're at that point, Sarah. I love it. <laughs> um, in my bag, which is is usually like six different little bags, um, I always have the Olive and June Kit Kit, which mm-hmm. has, which we talked about a little bit before, but it has the top coat, the file, and our cuticle serum, just mm-hmm. because like you never know what's going to happen with your nails. I mm-hmm. sometimes have an Olive and June polish. Today I do. I have I have a TT on my bag, and I also I I uh, I also have probably like fifteen lip glosses. I have Sarah Hap lip slip. <laughs> I have like eight Pat McGrath lip glosses. I have a bunch of um, I have some flesh ones in there. I have an hourglass. Like I. I go for it on mm-hmm. the lip gloss front. Um, I have this new hand cream that I'm obsessed with. What is it? Um, it's called. Um, it's gonna have to. Oh, like I'm like I have to ask like our publicist. It's called like Go To. Okay. And it's basically it's an Australian brand, and it's like it comes out so creamy. I use it on my legs. Wow. I actually don't use it on my hands. It's like a hand and cuticle, which I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, raise the wand to mm-hmm. this hand and cuticle cream that I like. Yes, oh, raise the wand. <laughs> By the way, popular vernacular. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I use it on my legs because like I feel like it's just so creamy. Um, and what else do I have? I have like a ton of gum, a ton of Tic Tacs, <laughs> always a pack of Mentos. I love Mentos. And some sunscreen, probably. The fruity ones and the mint ones. Fruit, But I like both. I prefer the fruity ones. I, and I'm like a minty mint. person. Which is your favorite flavor? I just like like the like the kind of citrusy flavors. Wait, but so, so, so sorry. Let me just back up. So strawberry is not your favorite flavor? No, I'm sorry. That's really... There's Disappointing. Like, <laughs> She's shocked. I, I just don't even... Like, strawberry is everyone's. There's like a whole <laughs> Mentos pack that's just strawberry. <laughs> like, that doesn't... I just like citrusy things. We would be such good friends. You would like to all... I would just want <laughs> strawberry. That's all I want. And then we can go for mint chocolate chip ice cream. Love it. Yeah, so a lot of lip gloss, a lot of nail products, and like a couple of like I have always have SPF and some lotion. What's your SPF? As big as high as possible. I you like Control Corrective for my face. Wait, that's the name of the brand? Control yeah, Control Corrective. Oh, I don't know that. That's so a new one. Sh- 
Shawnee yeah. Darden is my facialist. Okay. I die for her. And she told me to use it, so I use it. Oh, I think you're just like segueing, like, and Shawnee Darden is my facialist. <laughs> like, and then you're gonna like list your glam squad. I was like, okay. <laughs> By the way, that'd be a good that's a good question. Who's your glam squad? Who, oh, I, that is good. Okay, we're gonna steal that. Um who's your glam squad? I was actually gonna ask you who cuts your hair because I love your haircut. Oh, yeah. You make so me want to cut my hair again. Thank you. Um when she's in town, Ashley Stryker cuts it. Mm. And when she's in We had her on the pod with her sisters. Love them. Um they're dear friends and I think that she is the most talented. I can't wait for the R and Co collab. But when she's often not in town hiking and doing like things, I don't know why she's doing any of that stuff. She should just be waiting for my appointment. <laughs> JK. Um on on Cotran. Okay. And he's and he recently cut it and he put in extensions. What? So That's I why her hair so good. Had platinum hair. I you like did. Yeah. So I destroyed it. Um and then and Ashley's not Ashley's not super into extensions, so mm-hmm. I kind of have to like sometimes cheat on her and go to on because he he will do my he will mm-hmm. do so it's just two on each side and it's like it just gives me fullness yeah no it's you're yeah because you have like a like a kind of like a choppy bomb yeah but it's really full and it's very shiny it's but that that's all you it's shine. not full in real life but oh, is wow, full you now had us full, you had us full. I know well you gotta do what you gotta do anything else that we need to know about Sarah Gibson Tuttle just that if you guys come to LA please come visit us Wait, to all of our listeners. Yeah. Oh, okay. To, oh, no, just oh, Tiff and me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really meant it's all the listeners. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. please come visit okay. us. Um, no, we just, I like, I run our social. So, mm. um, and I also obviously run my personal. But if anyone has any nail questions, like, I am constantly, women who wear polish isn't sticking on their nails, like, they'll use olive in June. And if they're prepping their nails, right, and they're doing the manic, like, basically just making sure there's no oils on their nail beds, okay, nail plates. And, that, and you use that just by, like, cleaning them off with a remover, right? Exactly. Yeah. If they're doing that, they're getting, like, if it's normally two days, it's five days, right? So they're getting, like, if it's normally five days, it's eight days. And we've had people DM us or put on their comments, like, wait, it's not working for me. I will answer every DM. Like, let me know what your man. You're opening be- up Pandora's okay. box here. I'm not. I love it. I think there's like I think she's a very busy lady, in. so don't get mad. No. <laughs> no, I respond to every. I I love it. And by the way, when you post and you tag us, and it's a really pretty picture, that's sometimes why I don't like elaborate how much I'm so excited that you posted about mm-hmm. us because I'm like too busy like working on someone's mani routine mm-hmm. but I love helping people I think there's like to be able to do your own nails and have this manicure last we did a mani marathon and some of these manicures <laughs> last, they lasted 14 days oh that's 16 God. days mani marathon I it love was it so, uh, we did it and people won years free of, worth of polish it was amazing so but I want people to have that feeling so hit me up I am hit me awesome. up slide into my DM <laughs> DM Sarah guys Sarah thank you it's so clear you love Love what you do, and that you're like you're in it to win it. Thank you. Thank you I for love coming it on so the much. show. Oh, this is great. Oh, <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honeylove, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honeylove came along. 
Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing Joanna Thompson's. Right, that's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Hey, 
time to raise a wand, Jen. Um, excellent job on the interview. I'm so sorry that I wasn't there, but let's be honest, nobody wants to hear this voice more than they <laughs> need to. It's painful to listen to. Well, on that note, <laughs> I'm going to raise a wand to Ricola dual action yes. cough drops. Listen, guys, I've tried every cough drop in the last week. Yeah. And I think some of them are too syrupy sweet. And then you're just like pasty in your mouth. And I often have pasty mouth. Just ask our producers who tell me to swish with water every five seconds. Is it herbal? Yes. So it has the, it's honey lemon is the one that I've been using. So you get that Ricola, like 12 herbs from the Swiss Alps vibe, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's much more like medicated. So it's a lozenge inside and breaks open and there's menthol, which has antiseptic and honey lemon. Oh, this is So like you're sucking on it. You're like, this is helping. And then you get to the 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 liquid center and you're like, ah. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, honestly, guys, what I sound like right now, it'd be way worse if I didn't have these guys. So 219 Ricola di- dual action um, cough drops. You must be blazing through those right now. I'm on um, my third bag. I think you got sick on the plane. I was sick before I flew. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but, I mean, that but, didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help. Okay. What are you raising a wand to? So, guys, I might be a when girl. Oh, snap. So our producer, Molly, is smiling and nodding with her gorgeous hair. I came in and I saw Molly and I thought she got a haircut, maybe like a glaze, a shine. Maybe she like bumped up her color. And she said, no, it was the when stuff because um, Chaz and his team were so nice. They gave us a ton of product. So I've also been using the when product too, the cleansing, just the cleansing cream, not the um, stylers. I definitely feel like my hair is softer. I'm just going to like take it down because it's a little messy bun right now. But it's definitely, and Jen, you don't need to like agree. I just know like for sure that my hair is softer and like it's not silky. My hair will never be silky again, but it feels just like more manageable and shinier. And I definitely think if you guys are thinking I don't like non-foaming shampoos, I'm a little bit like that. I still like, I'm like... It's it's like lather feels good. We're like conditioned to want the lather. Yeah. But can I just say separate from you, I said the same thing to Molly. I was like, what did you do to your hair? And she has straight hair. And I yeah. know when curly girls have always loved when mm-hmm. and she doesn't she has like medium thickness hair. It's so freaking shiny. It's beautiful. It's, it's so, so beautiful. shiny. Yeah. yeah. If you went on the fence about when, try it because I'm a believer. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.